nigga never said Shannon back to act a fool tomorrow. He's going crazy. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey. What, what is Maxwell saying? Why winner? <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing to say. Nothing to say. <laughs> Yo, all right. Hey, welcome back to the League of NBA pod. We're coming to you. What's today's date? It doesn't matter. Uh, Clippers Nuggets. <laughs> Nuggets advance. Game seven. Down 3-1. Two series in a row. They pull it off again. Yo. This is crazy. This is this may be the greatest Cinderella run I've ever seen of an NBA team. Like, this is insane. Uh, we can go around and get some initial reactions. I'll call your name, little intro, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna start at the top, work my way around. So, what's up, Chris? What are you thinking? Appreciate you mentioning me at the top, bro. Uh, Lakers in four, like like everybody. Uh, you want my, you want my thoughts on the on the series off rip? Yeah, let's stick with the uh, this series, and then we'll do a little bit of Lakers Clippers preview at the end. All right, so I mean, I Lakers told, Nuggets. <laughs> I yeah, can't I, even I, say it right. Yeah, bro, I told you, I told you last time uh, on the last episode. I I just felt like the Clippers kind of they they spoiled their chances. Like you can't keep letting a team come back, come back when you should have won the game. Eventually, they're gonna hit you in the mouth. And this last game, we saw you know they got hit in the mouth. They thought that they had that championship level chemistry and mentality and that they could turn on the switch whenever they wanted to <laughs> and they, they didn't nobody tell them the power's out you know what i'm saying so they they had nobody that could, that could contain Jokic all series that boy went crazy it was 16 16 and 22 and like 10 assists nuts wow jamal Best murray in the lead. Well, that, oh, wait, hey i'm hey he can take it now he took it my my okay. biggest my biggest critique of him his whole career has been like his uh, aggressiveness, and these playoffs he's been he's been aggressive. I like what I've seen, so he can take it. He took what is what's the frame? He took him to the woodshed, whatever. <laughs> he beat him like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> All right, what's up, Dre? What are you thinking? Oh man, this it's a beautiful day today. Beautiful night. Beautiful evening. Um, shout out to all the Clippers fans. Oh, oh my pops, Nathaniel Plum. I want to give a big shout out to you, bro. You know, so I hope you listen to this. With deep disdain in your heart about what's going on about them bombs who just lost. <laughs> anyway, no, nah, man, I think it was an excellent game. Like I said, I mean, I want to echo Chris' sentiments. You, uh, first of all, it's your favorite host, Lakers and Three. You know the vibes. Big same those vibes. Hey, Tatum will bounce back. But, um, yeah, no, nah, you can't, you just can't leave them around. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're a young, scrappy team. And each time that they came back, you gave them confidence. Like, and like the last thing you want with a young, scrappy team is irrational confidence. You know what I'm saying? It's like the one thing they're gonna do when things are going crazy is just play hard. You know what I'm saying? It's like those young legs like defeat everything. Like you see Jamal Murray almost play the whole game. You see Jokic almost play the whole game. You see Kawhi try to play the whole game, but like gassing out. You see Pete Paul George trying to win his team to victory and gassing out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like they don't have an emphatic leader to be like, hey, pull them all in, like, hey, we got this. You know what I'm saying? Like a LeBron James or something like that who's been battle testing, like, hey, we can. We can get over this hump. Like Kawhi is battle tested, but he's just not vocal. So it's like, who's going to be that emotional catalyst to get you over the hump? Is it Trez? Uh, you know, your bench, you don't really want your bench player being the emotional catalyst for you. Is it Lou Will? You can't really be that if he's not balling. So they didn't really have a rally moment or a rally cry. And then Doc's like weak <laughs> type of speech or whatever <laughs> he was giving them. Like, I listened to, like, his alleged, like, post-game speech or, like, pre-game speech, and he was just like, 
play loose, play hard, go out there, have fun. Like what, bro? Like you. Rod Ross pieces are overrated. He said. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, he did say that. You gotta have a sense of urgency. Like you know, it is game set. You want aggressive intelligence. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be aggressive, but you want to be smart. You want to be active, and you want to have those key points to kind of change the way of the series. And like he was just being way too nonchalant. Like he's already like got it in the bag or something. Or they like, about to blow him up by twenty. They got humble, and it was beautiful to see. It was crazy. Did y'all see? Oh, yeah, it was in our group message when uh, Phil Jackson was talking about Doc yeah. Rivers like that. So if y'all haven't seen it, <laughs> he was just basically saying uh, these guys blow leads, bro. I didn't know he. I didn't know he blew a three-one lead when he had T Mac. I didn't Makes know that. Sense. This this is this has been a long. It's been a long uh, standing thing. I didn't know he's that. the only coach to blow multiple three-one <laughs> leads, and now he's done it a third time. Man. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna get fired though. But we can talk about that later. Man, all right, Zach. What are your thoughts? Okay, Zach's here to hold people accountable. Dre, <laughs> you're a Clippers fan. Don't try to deny it now. <laughs> One, knew that. two. Shaka almost did say what's up because he it was intros. You just gave a monologue, so we're not gonna not gonna speak about that. But anyway, you see Jokic, you see Murray. I told y'all they was going to win this series. I told y'all the Clippers were soft. I told you I didn't have what it took to win. I told y'all mentally they thought they were champions already and they didn't have it, and I was right. And Jokic is the best center in the NBA, and this is from coming from an NBA fan. So, congrats. Hey, Embiid better watch out, man. He might not be the only person coming for uh, those top spots. We'll leave it at that. Facts. Uh, Who are you talking about? No. I know a guy uh, down there in Arizona. Man. Getting better every year. Bye. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say Towns, yeah. right? <laughs> Bye. I thought you was going to say Towns. No, I can't say, say Towns, bro. Aiden's not right. I, after that Jimmy Butler fiasco, I can never say Towns. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah let's prove you wrong. You at least said it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, for Ziggins would have been better than Aiden. Yeah. Don't get Aiden, nice, but. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyways, anyways, yeah. it's not about eight. Shock is the same guy who said what's name was the best young scorer over Booker Porter. But anyway, you did say that. Did I say he, what? You said he was the. You said Michael Porter was the best young peer scorer. I say he could be. Also, I was talking about him and Taylor. Never came up with Booker. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Hold Move people on. accountable. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the game though. So. Let's, 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 let's give them the praise before we start talking about the Clippers and all that. Let's make sure we give the Nuggets their just due. All right. So, in this game, close out game seven for the Western Conference Finals. Jamal Murray leads the way 40 points on 57% from the field, six for 13 for three for 46%. Uh, let's see. Five assists, five turnovers, whatever, whatever. Hey, the man was a bucket, all right? I'll be the first to admit, I did not think he had it like that. But at the same time, hindsight is twenty twenty. The man was very young, and he was due for a breakout season. So I'm going to give him his credit. I was wrong. This man is here. He's at the point now where I'm questioning if I'd rather take him over oh, Kyrie Irving. I knew you was going to say that. Oh, why did that <laughs> I knew that I was Kyrie. Going. Like, what? Oh, you know, I had to do it, bro. I had to do it. Kyrie, he hates Kyrie, bro. He hates him. You see, you see the Kyle biggest Lowry Kyrie? is better than all of them, right, though, right? Kyle Lowry is better than Jamal Murray, Kyrie, 
and John Wall combined. No, no, I'm serious. At this point, bro, is Jamal Murray becoming a top three point guard in this league? Top three? No. Bro, he's yeah. averaging mm, – he's going nuts right now, bro. What, what, do you, what do you put him at right now, uh, Dre, in the, in the rankings? Probably like top seven. Nah, top seven have, point guards? I can't have that seven. Yeah. I got all right, all right, look. So he's, probably like, he's, probably like, he's probably like hmm, six? six. I got. I got to look at the list right now. I got. I got off. Without even thinking about, it, I got Steph, Dame, CP3, Lowry, and then they get real iffy unless I'm forgetting somebody. Right, he's above Lowry. I'm sorry. Yeah. If the Clippers had Lowry, they would have lost. Right. If they, did, if they if the Clippers, if the Clippers had, had Jamal Murray, they wouldn't have lost. No, no, no. But I'm saying like it's not about it's not about buck, it's not about just buckets though. Kyle Lowry like Bro. does everything else. But I get what you're saying. Go ahead. No, go, he goes that. Kyle Lowry had Jokic. If he the Nuggets had Kyle Lowry, could they win? No. Over Murray? Just because Kyle Lowry cannot bring the explosive scoring. He does a lot more floor game, like charges, defense. He might even finish at the rim better. But, mm. but hey, when, when Murray gets it going – like, like I said, like I said, I, I mean, I'll, I'll entertain it. I'll entertain him top five, top three is, is a no. I'm just saying after after Kyle Lowry, we would say Kyrie next, and then Murray. I actually didn't say, think about Kyrie at all, to be honest with you. Here's my, here's my thing with Murray, bro. There's a lot of point guards in the league who are just buckets, right? Because that's kind of like the, the way right now for point guards. We're not right. really concerned with them being a point of attack defense, right? When you have a guy that's shooting fifty percent from three in the playoffs. In the regular season, he's around 40%. His handle is, I mean, we all admit his handle's nice. Bro, he's an explosive scorer. If this rolls into next season. What I will say, what I will say in Kyrie's defense, though, all of our most of our criticisms come from come from when he's at a number one role. Jamal Murray is not the number one option. Facts. Facts. That, so that, he's not one scoring Kyrie, option, but he's not the primary. Exactly. So like when, Ky, when Kyrie was like, you know, not not the primary attention. He was. We were looking at him differently. Like how we're he didn't play this well. Yeah. No, Chris. Chris. Yes, Chris. What are you talking about? I, mean, you yeah, I don't five? know. Like yeah, dropping forty, play. dropping forty in the finals, averaging like almost thirty in the finals. A couple fifty balls. <laughs> no, he, he, I mean, no, 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 but, but no, because Shock, you were the same person that said that you might put an asterisk about that around the bubble. All right. They were never playing no defense. Like he had forty tonight, so he, rightfully he deserves the praise. But that Jazz series, they. It was trash cans out there on both Question. sides. They no defense. If for for some reason, like, oh, he said. If for some reason he leads his team in a similar fashion past the Lakers, I'm just saying hypothetically. Oh, okay, that's a different conversation. That ha- that's not going to happen. But if that, if that happens, that's a different conversation. That's I mean, a different he's conversation. He's top three, right? Fuck it. Yo, he has to be. I will say this. <laughs> Lakers fans, I think the Lakers will win. I'll say saying this, but – Lakers cannot go into this thinking they just gonna beat the Nuggets. No, I don't think they are, bro. I don't think they are. You can't. There's no way. This close to a championship. LeBron coming in now. Also, also, LeBron. Zero dark thirty. No more social media. Right. LeBron in closeout games is like eighteen and like. It's 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 a crazy number. We have multiple bodies that can throw at Jokic. Like they didn't have anyone that can throw Jokic. We have AD. We can have Dwight get a little bit with him to throw some fouls out there. Javale, Javale. I can't really. But y'all have nobody from Murray. 
No, you don't. KCP, Caruso. We'll do the same thing that we did with Harden. No, same thing we did with Dane. Kawhi, PG, still for Okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Hey, I'm not done with the Nuggets yet. Nikola Jokic put on a performance for the ages. Yes, sir. Best big man in the league, as we said. Um, what did y'all see from him in terms of a growth? Like, what does he add to his game, or has he just been on a constant increase? Is something special happening? Was it the Clippers? Dre, what's going on? He got his body right. It's real simple. Like, he, he lost the weight. He's able to kind of be out there on the floor longer. He was always a cerebral player. That's a, that's a lot of to be a, you know, all-star. But he became a superstar once he started really focusing in on his probably his diet and his health. Um, so he could start to catch up from, you know, where his mind is. Uh, you could even see that he's made fast improvements on defense. Like, watching him schematically in defense, he is extremely slow-footed. However, he plays the angles extremely well. He understands the coverages. He knows when to drop. And he makes very timely blocks and blocks – I mean, um, and, you know, he boxes out very well as well to get those offensive rebounds. So, even watching that aspect of his game grow, and offensively, we see what he is. He's a savant with the ball. You know what I'm saying? He sees everything before it even happens, and he happens to be seven foot, which allows him to steal for most of his uh, defenders, especially with the Clippers. Now, you get a longer defender on him, it makes it a little bit more uh, challenging. But you have, like, the Montrezes of the world and Jermichael Greens and the Marcus Morris Juniors, where you can just be over them and literally pick them apart. It makes it that much easier. So I feel like you really focus on his body. And then I think defense is a more of a strong suit as well. Not necessarily playing great one-on-one defense, but schematically really buying into the system and making those nice coverage, uh, those coverage reads, knowing when to drop, when to position itself, and when to come over and help. So that's what I was looking at when I was watching this game. I'm like, okay, he's becoming a very well-rounded player. Yeah, I think the thing with Jokic, too, is like his, his, his IQ on the defensive end is overlooked by just a casual observer. Like, he doesn't have the tools to be like a, a crazy plus defender, but very rarely do you be like, he was in a bad position or he just got abused. Like, he might not have the athleticism to stay with the top guys, but average defenders or guys who are just trying to rely on just athleticism, he usually has a game plan for him and never underestimate, never underestimate a guy with quick hands. I think Iguodala showed us that, like, that's a great neutralizer. I've been seeing that a lot. A lot of strips in this bubble. I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe it's because people haven't playing ball. I feel like that's been up. But uh, Zach, what's going on with Jokic, bro? Yeah, I I agree with the conditioning, but I don't think it's the main factor. I I take it more to Chris's point about him being aggressive. I think once he found out that he needs to abuse his matchup, be aggressive. Because you can't double Jokic. You put four shooters around him, you double him, he's going to find the open man. And once they figure that out, it's like, how do you stop him? Because the guy in front of him can't stop him, so you have to double, and now your defense is, has folded, you know? So that's I, I think his aggression is the biggest difference now. Yo, so, Chris, do you think Jokic is the most – like, all right, I'll, I'll preface this by saying this. I don't mm-hmm. know who the best passer in the league is. Who's the best passer big man I've ever seen? I'm I said, talking about any, any position, is he the most creative passer? In terms of, like, every time you watch, you see a pass, it's like, wow. I think he's in the conversation just because I, – I don't know, we talked about this. I feel like we talked about this, like, last year. And he's and I think he's made a little bit more refinements to his game. I think that mm-hmm. he's not breaking – he's not he doesn't really have the ability to break the defense down and create them passing lanes. So he's just putting them on a dime with people. 
I think that, I think we need to look at that when you talk about the creativity and his passing. So I feel like it's something to look at. I don't know if I would necessarily put him there just off rip, but I mean that's interesting. I think he's in the conversation. I see so many no looks from him and just like yeah. weird angles and just like swing passes and just like, but play, bro. I, I saw a pass like two games ago. Well, we were I mean, watching that. Together. You know, basketball when you go baseline. He passed to the base. That's called a happy pass. He swung the pass that he was throwing it there. In the last second, dude came to help and swung it to the dude on the wing. Like, I don't see guards making that pass. <laughs> I think it helps, too, that he's a big man, so you can see over the top, and he has really, like, long arms. He's really just putting the ball in weird spots. So it's pretty crazy, bro. It's LeBron-esque, honestly. Um, just the way he – he knows where people are supposed to be. And he, I think where, where he does extremely well is, like, noticing the cut and the hang. And I think the Nuggets do very well cutting off of him as well, just knowing where to be and that, knowing that Jokic is going to give him the ball. Same thing with LeBron. Like, if you get open, LeBron's going to find you. And the same thing with Jokic. Uh, only passes I would say were better than Jokic would be probably LeBron, CP. And on the lowest of keys, Pete Rondo. Rondo is crazy with the rock. He's so serious. He is. He, yeah, no, like, Pete Rondo – like making those passes, like just watch those highlights if you ever get a chance. But he knew every angle where everyone was supposed to be. That chemistry they had with the Celtics was crazy. Like he was really putting them on a dime. And that's when he was having those like, you know, 20 assist games and 17 assist games. So, but he's definitely in the echelon. Like he's yeah, amazing. Well, and the biggest thing with the Nuggets is like you bring up the cutting. When you guard them, like when they're cutting, you, you have to guard them with active hands. Because, like, I feel like it's the Clippers, it was cuts, and it was, like, Paul George is right there. But, like, most guys don't throw that pass. So, like, your hands down, he just throws it real quick. It's like, if your hands are up and active, you block it. But the, the whole team cuts with the purpose. I've never More seen so any team in the league that I've seen. Yeah, yeah that last cover, Jamal Murray was crazy when he threw it behind the back. <laughs> like, on a dime, too. You know what I'm saying? Pat Bev had to whack, you know, Jamal Murray. To yeah. And then flop. <laughs> I was like, bro, I was like, bro, the game's over. Stay. Don't act hurt now. <laughs> Get up. What, the thing I was thinking, like, what if he really hurt Jamal Murray? Because, like, that was an awkward how the way he landed. So, I'm like, bro, just let That'd it go. That'd be so dirty. Game's over, bro. Like, let it go. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I want to talk about the others real quick. Um, Jeremy Grant, huh? What are you going to say? Drake called, last time I was on the pod two weeks ago, he called Jeremy Grant trash. He did clown. He needs to apologize. <laughs> I, I never called Jeremy Grant trash. I've always been an advocate of Jeremy Grant being on the Lakers, so I've never called Jeremy Grant trash. Okay, no, 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 no. But you said he brings in nothing on offense. He's a he's a net negative on all. He he's so bad on offense that his decent defense makes him a net negative. You said that. I didn't, but I want I would love to see that clip. I know I did. Oh, okay, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, hey, I got clips. Bring the receipts. I'm all for it. I know I didn't say that. Hey, I could be Paul George. I got clips. No, no, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm, but now, I'm always a German grand fan, so. Okay, all right. Speaking and of German like grand, at this point, man, he's hitting a lot of his threes. He's playing solid defense. I mean, I think in the bubble, other than Paul George and Kawhi, he may be the best defender for LeBron James in the West. Because obviously you got like an OG or somebody. Keep in mind, nobody can guard LeBron fully. I mean, it's LeBron. He's but, not a bad option. Uh, if you were going to take Paul George or Kawhi, who in the West during conference playoffs were you going to take to guard LeBron? He has to be number three. We seen what he did to Marcus. It was bad. 
Like no one can really go to LeBron. Like, it's, not, it's not a bad option. Like I like Jeremy Grant. He's just long and um, and athletic, so that's that's always a nice plus. But he's just too strong. <laughs> he don't have enough bulk on him. You know, like he gonna get moved out the way. Like I seen look, how Kawhi was moving. Him. Imagine LeBron. He you know? Kawhi was moving like that though. I seen Kawhi move Jimmy, and it was way worse. Bro, but I'm saying when Kawhi really wanted to go to the rack, like he was moving Jeremy Grant. Like okay, I do remember what I said. Uh, no, uh, Zach, about Jeremy Grant not being able to hit a shot. Didn't say I wasn't a fan of him, but he was like off from the first game. Like, I think like they had, he had like three in a row. Wide yeah, no, no, he shot no, no. He he had one game he shot over five from three, and they were all wide open threes. He did. Episode, so I do remember that. My bad. But go ahead, go ahead. Sir. Hey, so Chris, <laughs> when I look at the Nuggets, um, even with Monte Morris, I mean, it's taking Michael Porter Jr. out of this discussion, but. I think they have defenders between Torrey Craig, Gary Harris, who was a real slept-on guy this series. Not a lot of scoring, but it did everything else right. Uh, between him, Paul Millsap, smart. Jeremy Grant's going to be playing hard on defense. Even Jamal Murray's going to run around. You know what I mean? Uh, when you look at this team, where do you rank their defense? How do you compare defense with other playoff teams or with the Lakers? Like, Just give me a sum-up of the Denver Nuggets defense. What do you think? me? Yeah. Like as far as I'm thinking, as far as what, like comparison to like, other teams, or even the Lakers, right? The Lakers are an elite defense. Do you think that they're in the ballpark right now, or like how do you, how do you think their defense is looking? You know, it's <laughs> to be honest, bro. If you, it's really hard for me to to answer that question. One because I just think the Clippers really just like yeah, they were playing decent defense, but when we I watched the game, like I I felt like the Clippers should have been able to score. Like, there's no way that the, the Denver's defense is good enough to hold this team to 89 points. Were there that open had, shots, had, though? Huh? I didn't see a lot of, like, wide-open shots. Oh, I saw them miss a lot of open yeah. shots. Yeah. I saw I saw Jermichael Green missing open shots, but I, I have to Paul believe George that's part of the Paul George missing open shots. So why miss open Paul George missed a lot. The last open shot that Paul George missed, it hit, it hit the side of the backboard. <laughs> no, nah, but I still contested, bro. Nah, that's he a late close no, 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 close. Was... That's open in the NBA. Bro, look, it was some missed open shots, but the problem is there were open shots after not being in a rhythm. The Clippers don't run any offense, bro. It's like they have no chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think they like, go against a team like the like the Lakers, and they got they got chemistry. They're playing well. They have a rhythm. They have a guy who's gonna make sure that that shit doesn't happen. If, if, like them runs are not gonna happen with the Lakers. LeBron's just gonna go out there, go out there and get a bucket like Kawhi should have been doing. Like. I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see how their defense really stacks up against the Lakers, and then maybe then I'll be able to answer your question. I really can't tell right now. I think the, the Clippers just nutted up so bad. I, I can't tell. I don't know, man. I don't think it's all just the Clippers. And I think their offense does have a lot to do with it. We'll get into that and all that other stuff. But mm-hmm. when I look at the Nuggets, bro, I don't see a bunch of obvious like, oh, this is a, this is a Duncan Robinson out here. You know what I mean? I don't see a well, lot of like because just I think duds. That, yeah, I think that they don't have. There's. In my mind, there's nobody that's incapable, if that makes sense. They don't have somebody on their team that's incapable. They might have Besides MPJ. <laughs> I was going to get to him. I don't think he's incapable. He might be a little, you know, he might not have the, the IQ right now, but physically he's not incapable in my mind. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody on that team that's physically incapable. Like, there's a lot of – like, you go to a lot of teams, you look down at the roster, there's people that just can't be out there defending people. Luke can't be out there. Or even with the Bucks, they had guys like Kyle Corbett couldn't be out there on defense at this point. Like, yeah. It depends on who Porter's guard, though. With that being said, in my opinion, I'm, I'm just yeah. saying, like, there's no like if if they if I feel like if them if them as a team they lock in, it's gonna look 
he's gonna look a lot better. It's gonna look how it did because like there's right. nobody that should be getting physically dominated if that makes sense in my mind. Right now, no. You know, I agree. It's a lot of like middle-sized, decent athletes on that team. Where it's like decent feet, but anyway. Nah, for sure. Well, we already kind of started to talk about it, man. Let's go ahead and talk about the Clippers, man. Uh, <laughs> this is what we all came here for. It's a little bit of burying the lead. This is why you clicked on the episode. Um, so let's start at the top. Let's just work all the way down the roster, bro. Start at the top. Uh, does Doc Rivers have a job next year? Does he or should he? What's the question? What's the question? <laughs> let's start with let's start with does he? Let's start with does oh, yeah, he? Yeah, let's he go around. Yeah, he has a job. Dre, you think so too? Yeah. Zach. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll fire him. All right, let's, let's let's switch switch the question. So I'm gonna go should he and give me why he should or why he should not. Let's start with you, Chris. You know, I think when you look at his history, I, I, I think that, I think they should look at moving on from him. To be honest. It's just like, bro, he's he there's been what 12 like 12 there's been like 12 playoff series where people have come back from 3-1. He got three of them. <laughs> oh, I mean, he got 25% of the of the biggest meltdowns in playoff history. That's not good. It's not great. Not great at all. So, I mean, and the fact that like he wasn't running anything. And like also to me, like we, I feel like we talked about it like a big a big problem I feel like where they didn't have there was no emotion with how the Clippers were playing. They weren't going to get it from Kawhi. So it would have been nice to get it from coaching, but, you know, he doesn't believe in none of that. So, wow. I don't know. Also, I mean, he's been there for – I don't know. Just just move on. He's not all getting right. it, bro. I don't know. He's not, he, he blew it with – he's already blown 3-1 lead before that. I don't know. It's not good. All right. What not are you great. thinking, Dre? I think that you keep going, man. Um, I, I totally agree with everything that you all said. I, I don't think he – effectively prepared this team, especially after being up 19 and 17 in games, I want to say five and six, collectively like you have to rally your troops and, and get it done. You know, you got to find a unit that has some energy and find a way to close it out. And in game seven, I don't think he I think he was way too lax. Like, I don't think he got his team prepared. Like, they were still having this elitism mind that they could just turn it on and be fine and they got humble. However, I do think Doc is a good coach. I think Doc is a coach. And I don't think you – you can't get better, but, like, who? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying there are not better coaches out there, but, like, the available coaches, like, you're going to pull in Tyron Lue? Like, hey, like, you already I don't think that's a bad idea, if you ask me. Bad it's not a bad option. And they had, like, an elite coaching staff, too. So, it's just like – it's really no excuse for the Clippers, which I'm loving to see, because they have no excuse. So, I, I really like that and enjoy that. But uh, I don't think Doc Rivers is – Problem. He's part of the problem. I don't think he's the whole problem. So. I, I, here's my thing. Oh, you're gonna say? I was just gonna say, is it possible? Because I mean, I feel like you know we've we've given him this label of being like you know the level of coach he is because of you know the Celtics and I guess a little bit of the Clippers. But is it po- is it possible that he underachieved with both teams? Like even with the big three, they only won one ring. Like is it? It could be completely possible that he underachieved with every team that he had, and he just won a championship with the Celtics because. They're just so uber talented, and he had a, a, a Tom Thibodeau as the defensive guy before he got outdated. So it's like, is it? I think we should really think about: it. is it possible that he's just overrated? I've always said Doc is overrated. I was trying not to be super vocal about it because we need more <laughs> black coaches, and that looks kind of nasty if I'm on that. But at this point, bro, whatever. It's like, how much longer can I hide it? But anyways, I was gonna say this: I think with the Clippers staff, it's a lot of great. 
like individuals over there, mm-hmm. but they do a lot of the same thing. If you look at like the Warriors staff when they were winning all those things, Different or just any other great staff, right? They have their players guy. Lou Williams is a good players coach. Doc is a good players coach. Different styles, but they're more players coaches. Even Sam Cassell, he has not had a head coaching job, but just from what I've seen, bro, he's really good at just talking with players, being that guy, whatever. They need more just like specialists. You know what I mean? They need more just like, I don't call them nerds, but they need the Tom Tippettles over there. Mike Brown is a specialist. You know what I mean? They need guys like that. And so I look at their, their, their team, bro, or their coaching staff. It's like, when things are going bad, who's the guy that switch up the system? Like, it's not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Also, Ty Lue, I think, is a guy that has a different approach than Doc. He's the guy that's going to cuss out players, get into it with them, all that yeah. stuff. I think they need that, bro. Because Doc's a little bit too nice. They have some guys, bro. Like Paul George, like you need to you need to talk crazy to him sometimes. Sorry. <laughs> Lou Williams, bro. Bro, if you miss one more defensive assignment, I'm pulling you. I'm not putting you back in the games because your name is Lou Williams. Trez, if you get busted on defense one more time, I don't <laughs> care if you're the sixth man of the year. I'm not playing you. You know what I mean? Todd Lou has balls when it comes to that. Like, it's been many stories of him getting into it and like, you know, being with with the stuff. I, I mean, you get, if you can get into it, LeBron, you get into it with anybody. So yeah, right, Tyron Lue's not available. That's Sixers. Uh, what, what do you think <laughs> about Doc? Zach, should he get fired? Uh, yeah. I mean, you kind of just took my point. What I was gonna say, really, like their current staff. You got uh, you got Armand Hill, former NBA player. You got Sam Cassell, former NBA player. You got Tyron Lue, former NBA player. Like if all these p- former players as coaches. Who aren't necessarily X and O geniuses, so it's like he definitely needs to have that guru on his staff that kind of just like maybe isn't as good with the players. So, but I think at this point he's been there what eight years now, something like that. Since what? It's 20? definitely time for a new face of the team, and, and I think there's decent options out there like Mike D'Antoni. You got Budenholzer. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, but you got Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> you got Kenny Atkinson who's available. Kenny. Um, uh, it's, it's some more assistance out there, slipping name, but some, some, it's probably some decent assistance out there you can go grab. You got the Jet from TNT. You can bring him in. <laughs> no, but I love you, Kenny, like but you cannot player. play around. Huh? Huh? You said another NBA. You, you just made my point about all these NBA players. You're pulling a Jet. You might as well say Tom Phillips. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, man. Here's what I think, though. I think the thing about Doc, the reason I would argue to keep him, even though I do think he should be fired, but if you want to bring keep Doc in, to overhaul your staff because Tyloo's probably out of there. Sam Cassell might even get a look as a head coach. A guy like Kenny Atkinson would come play or would come coach under Doc Rivers because of the cachet he had. But you can bring in some of these gurus because you are Doc Rivers. Uh, the dude that just retired Yeager. from Houston. David Yeager would not be bad, sir. You know, Dave Yeager, another kind of like smart guy that's not a player, right? Yeah, he would yeah. coach under Doc Rivers because it's Doc Rivers and it's the Clippers. And you're gonna get I think you got to ask Kawhi at the end of the day. Bro, no. I'm sorry. Maybe that was the problem. They've been asking Kawhi too much. He's been chilling too much. He made Him some and- good decisions. He brought oh. he brought in the right people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Kawhi put together a, a hell of a team. A of a team. <laughs> like, to be honest with you, bro. Like, <laughs> he only nutted up the last game. Like it was mainly Paul George not carrying his load and Lou Will and Montrez being awful. Like Kawhi Loki. Led the team in scoring the last game. Let's talk about Kawhi, bro. Let's talk about Kawhi. This is Kawhi's most important our most pressurized game of his career, not most important, but the most pressure he's ever had as a player individually. Yeah. 
That's what Steven was saying. Steven You're already on his way to LA. Go ahead, though. <laughs> what What do you take away from this? Is it does it impact your thoughts about Kawhi? Is it just a loss, regular loss, or do you do you take something away? Dre's smiling and stuff. What, what's going on, man? Hey, yes, it affects Kawhi, bro. You can't be in the best player, you know, spectrum or argument. And I'm a Kawhi fan. I, I'm a huge fan. But like you, you can't play like that, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. If you're gonna be the best player, one. If you're not playing well, you have to find another way to impact the game. The best players always find a way to do so. Whether you're corralling the team or you're going crazy on defense, like the defensive block you had on Murray, cool. That's a morale boost and all that. You need to like save the game or whatever game that was. Like you need to have more moments like that if you're not gonna positively impact the team on the offensive end. He allowed himself to disappear. He also didn't corral the troops. Like if you're gonna be the leader of the team, you gotta pull them in. Like. You can't look at Doc and be like, hey, get us together. You need to be grabbing Lou Will by his jersey. Like, hey, man, you you are doing trash on these teams. Like, get it together or get out straight up. Lewis, get your head in the game, bro. Let's get it. Let's get it. Find him an easy, like, bucket or something like that. Like, even if you got an easy bucket, give him to Paul George because they going to get a foul and get him in rhythm or something like that. Like, he doesn't do anything as a leader to kind of affect the game in a positive way. So, yes, I'm a Kawhi fan. I, I do think individually he's one of the best players in the league. However, in the team sense, he's not doing much to carry the team. And he had a great team this year. So he really has no excuse on why he didn't get to that next threshold. Arguably, you can say he had a better team than what he had in Toronto. It's more cohesiveness in Toronto. It's not arguable. But, you know what I'm saying, this team as far as talent, no, because it is arguable. Just like cohesion makes – no, it makes a difference, bro. Like chemistry – why they lost. Exactly. And I get like, that. I get that. But you can but say like, the cohesion is on, on Kawhi's shoulders. Yeah, no. Sure. I'm agreeing. You're making my point. So that's like, I, I totally agree. But I'm just saying, like, he had the most talent he's ever had in his NBA career besides his San Antonio run. So being a focal point. It More was talented than San Antonio. You said what? More talented than San Antonio. No. No. Right. But, uh, no. No. Not even close. Anyway. But uh, I'd argue the most talented team that he's had. It was your job to get over the hump, and you didn't even get to the finals, <laughs> let alone the Western Conference Finals. So, yes, take this L. It's a steaming L as well. <laughs> it is what it is. Kind of makes you appreciate Kyle Lowry a bit because he took so much pressure off of – I know Dre's going to be mad. Okay, he took so much pressure – he took so much pressure off Kawhi's shoulders to like do all the stuff you're talking about because literally Kawhi yeah. just had to hoop. You have to worry about none of that other stuff you're talking sure. about. He just had to show up and hoop. And I Kawhi's not a- – Later, bro. All right, I'm done. What's up, Chris? It's me. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna re- uh, reiterate some uh, some that you Andre said, bro. Like, he's not a leader. Like, he doesn't lead the guys, and that and that. I don't want to. It's kind of an indictment, but it's just not his personality, bro. And you think about it, like in San Antonio, even when he became the guy, they still had pop. They had a culture established there. And you talk about when he went to Toronto, it was Kyle Lowry who would talk to these people and be that leader, and Nick Nurse. Like, he's not the guy, and also like. Going off what Dre said, as far as, like, if you want to be that guy, you got to elevate. Like, he's known to be one of the, like, historically one of the better perimeter defenders. So, if you're not having a night, take it upon yourself to, you know, make an impact on defense. That didn't happen either. Jamal Murray dropped a 40 ball. But I'm we, so we, glad you said this. All <laughs> I heard on Twitter was Giannis isn't that guy because he would have guarded Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Keep that same energy oh, with Kawhi. And even and even more so, Kawhi is a is a wing as a wing uh player. So it, it makes sense for him to guard. It doesn't make sense for Giannis 
a fucking forward to be guarding Jimmy Butler. It doesn't. So, but yeah, even more so. So that it's it's an indictment, bro. I don't know. I don't. We got to kill all that chatter about him being in, uh, the top player. He's not on LeBron James level. I'm not trying to hear it. Like we let's kill all of that. And like he he doesn't he doesn't elevate his team when he like for the for the most part when he makes plays it doesn't elevate the team in a weird way. Like I guess the, like the block on Jamal Murray did his thing, but other than that, like he just gets he gets silent buckets, uneventful silent buckets that no that doesn't inspire the team. I will say though he he was he was he was making some dimes. He was playmaking Jackson's a little bit. Gotten a lot better. Yeah, it, I will say I will say I noticed that, but even still, it wasn't My enough question. to overcome their their weaknesses as a team. My question is, can you be a top five guy in the league if you can't lift your team? Because there's a lot of guys that get a lot of buckets. Oh, all right, you can't. I don't. No, I don't think he doesn't lift his team. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Uh, but, but, but beyond that, I want to say like LeBron James is a different animal. Like. I don't think anyone like I don't think LeBron's appreciate the way he should be because he's a different animal, bro. Like nobody can do what he does. So I still think Kawhi's a top three player in the NBA. I don't think he's LeBron, but I want to also add that while he he didn't elevate in Game Seven, not to blame to blame the coach, but he did him no Doc did him no favors. What plays were they running like? I didn't see him run Kawhi off a down screen, give him the ball, and then have somebody come set a ball screen so he's getting the ball at an advantage and then coming off a pick and roll and work. They're giving him the ball and just getting out the way. He's not warm. It's like he's dribbling around, like, trying to make crossovers and just, like, looking. And, like, it's like – I'm saying, like, bro, you got to be Jordan. Even LeBron. Even, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, he, he plays ISO numbers – are crazy. stupid. Like, you look at the web plays he does best, it's ISO. Even with Pop, bro, Pop would sometimes give him the ball and get the F out the way. Also, no, no, no. post and mid-post more. Like, he, yeah. he works those matchups. And he, he's done better with playmaking, so, like, he would have made the proper pass out of that if he got double thing. But he's a monster in the post for most matchups, especially when he's defensive. And he made a lot of good passes later that shots weren't made. And, and then beyond that, with his defense, you're right, but the Clippers play a switching scheme, which, I mean, I guess you could say, I don't know why people want players to be like, no, not switching. Like, I don't know where where people get the idea that, like, that guys are talking back to their boss. Like, I mean, <laughs> Man. are you at work, Drake, talking back to your boss? Like, no. Bro <laughs> messes up every time when he do that. I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like that's insubordination. Who's on that? I mean, Carmelo, but we're not going to get to that. Uh, <laughs> you see where he's at? Hey, just saying, RIP, Bean would notoriously do that, though. If you saw a dude was getting off, he'd say, F Phil Jackson or F Mike D'Antoni, I'm I'm holding him. But guess what? Prom defense to Kobe. I mean, he ha- he has that trust by Phil. Phil like, all right, you do it. And he has okay. confidence that he'll get it done. Dre, also, bro, keep in mind, that's oh. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson likes that stuff. Phil Jackson's a weird dude, bro. I'm saying, bro, if Kawhi, went up to, if Kawhi went up to Doc and was like, listen, Jamal's going off. Let me have him. We're not going to switch. Why does the Kawhi say stop switching? That's what, I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if he, if he, if he really wants to take him. Bro, he's one of the – he's like, bro, at his best, he's one of the best perimeter defenders of all time. Like, I'm not blaming that on Kawhi. You t- you t- I'm saying you're telling me he don't have that cachet to, 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 to get that, that done? 
But that's Doc's job, bro. If you're Doc Rivers and you have Paul George, wait, bro, look. How many players in the league get through screens better than Paul George? And he's six foot nine. Like, bro, how many players blow up screens better than uh, Pat Beverly, Kawhi? These are guys that are hard to screen, bro. You have and a the lot whole quarter, Kawhi was on Jokic, actually. So just thought it up there. That's fine. He should have been on Jamal Murray. But, uh, bro, you have guys that you don't need to switch with. They get through screens religiously. And you have matchups you can take advantage of. It makes no sense. It's it's a it's a makes sense playing Lou Will that long. The, the Lou Will should not have been on the court in the second half. I'm just missing layups in the first half. Okay, let's let's, get, let's talk about Lou real quick. We're gonna Paul George, but since you brought Lou Williams, bro, I think you said in the text the other day the Bucks should maybe you know look after or look to try to get Lou Williams. He's a free agent. My yeah. problem with Lou Williams is this, man. He's not a bad player. Next season, when the regular season starts, he's going to give some people 30 ball. He's going to be trashing some bad teams. When you're trying to win championships, I don't think he has his juice still to be a 20-point-per-game guy when you need it. And at this point, bro, his defense is so bad that he has to give you so much on offense to justify being on the court. And I don't think he's going to get underpaid. He's going to get paid probably a little bit above what he's worth. What do you think? Okay. Ordinarily, I would agree with your assessment. It's very accurate. However, I think a lot of averages and Lou Will just overall as a player, it's not that's not really indicative. Like this Lou Will that we saw isn't really indicative of what he does. Like given we haven't seen Lou Will much in the playoffs because he's been on a lot of trash teams. So I get your indictment. However, like Lou Will for the most time gets gets buckets. Like it's, it's very few occasions. Like I don't know I've seen any run this long where Lou Will was this bad this long. Like, we're back in gear fairly quick or fairly soon. So I get what you're saying. And like just by the past performance, I totally get what you're going for. I would say you need a Lou Will type of player who's a playmaker who can get a bucket. And I think Lou Will is that and probably would still be that. But I can see your apprehension. I understand what you're saying based off this performance. Well, my thing is real quick to rebuttal that is he's 33. I don't think it's a, it's a Lou Will skill issue at all. When he's missing layups like that, you know what that tells me? He doesn't have the same lips that he used to have. Keep in mind, Lou Williams, when he was younger, bro, he would punch some of that stuff. Not saying he should be punching that, but, like, he's obviously a lot less athletic. Okay. One thing. Isn't it all possible that when he left the bubble, dude was wild and, like, not <laughs> no. Exactly like, likely. Like, likely. I, I, feel, I feel like that's a huge portion of Dude was smacking Lemon Pepper Wayne off the gas. <laughs> You know, said so drinking hand dog, wasn't worried about no practices or nothing like that. Can't make he does that anyway. You know what I'm He doesn't practice. practice. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just much worse now that it's a quarantine and all that other stuff. And it's like in a sense, like, he does that, but like he's never been in a place this far along in his career as far as the playoffs. No, so I feel like he yeah. might be more affected that he can't get to no gas, he can't go to the strip club. And that's what's throwing him off his game is that he can't do those bad things. So oh. now he just, he's mentally frustrated. <laughs> still be the case. All about the point. All I'm saying is that this particular environment, I don't think conducive <laughs> to him being the best version of Lou Will. You take that wherever you will, but that's all. I'm no, no. Nah, nah, I definitely agree that that this bubble. I mean, I told Shocker this, this is a complete side note, but if the Nuggets were say to go win a championship, I think people would kind of count this year as like null and void. Like, oh, uh, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Hey. Like low key, everybody was cool, but you know, it was some weird, it was a bubble, some weird stuff went down. The Nuggets got a ring. I don't know. Nuggets versus Heat, that would be so crazy. Uh, Adam Silver be hot. <laughs> yeah, but we were gonna watch football. Uh, yeah, who wants to talk about playoff V? Who wants to tackle that first? I don't feel like it's nothing to say personally. Man. Man, you see, you see, his, his gameplay was good. I mean, they did all the talking they needed to, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, first of all, you can't self name yourself any nickname. That's against the rules of any person ever. Like, your <laughs> nicknames come from other people, period. You can't call yourself playoff P. That's just, that's just in general. But especially when you're awful in the playoffs. Like, historically <laughs> bad every time in the playoffs. Like, you can be playoff P, but it has to be a horrible, like, conversation with it. Like, it could be notorious, like, known for something bad. There's nothing positive about you being playoff P. Like, you get considerably worse in the playoffs each year. So, Paul George was awful. He, and it's another case where, like, he was so bad on offense that he couldn't do anything to positively affect defense. And he's – I'm not going to talk about it too much because, like, I don't think his mental state is as solid as it needs to be. Uh, I think in general, I think I think pressure really gets to him. And it can make him anxious or overly jealous or looking at comments too much. So, like, that, I ain't going to talk about that even in a negative way. Like, that's just how you are. I get it. I couldn't understand that magnitude of having that many people mad at me at all at once and be feeling all of that. That would make me go crazy, too. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't think he really blocked that out. And that's a superstar gene that most superstars have. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't, I don't think I he has the to kind of push through some of those things. I do he gets paid a pretty penny to ignore the haters. That's all I'm going to say. I, I do <laughs> I agree with you to a certain extent. But I do know there are players that literally will delete social media off their phone. They literally just don't turn the TV on. I know those are extreme things. You shouldn't expect someone to have to do that. But if you're like Zach said, you're getting paid all this money to do this. I just want to know he's taking every measure to avoid that. That's the issue. He was definitely on social media this whole time. So you know he's seeing all that. I mean, he's tweeting still. Bro. Can I remember that really quick? Yeah. Like some people just not like that. Like KD's a weirdo, fam. Like he has a whole burner account. And he's not getting rid of it. Like he, he still gives you that. 40 points. He still gives you the buckets. No, I get that. I'm just saying I'm I'm just talking about personality wise. Some people are just like they just are who they are. KD's gonna Let's be a weirdo. Put the phone down. And then Paul George is just gonna be sensitive to social media. Like put the phone. Why can't he put the phone down? Bro, maybe maybe he's gonna look at TV. He's gonna shock, be shock, bro. Hey, I'm gonna put it down early in his career. Zero dark thirty. That's the thing. How do you know? No, here, here's the I thing. Like, I do like that, bro. I'm just all. How do y'all know? Yeah, it's put the phone pressure. down. What do you mean? How do okay. you know it's yeah. outside pressure though? Like for me, I'm like, it's no way to explain his drop off because he's obviously cold and he's been bad in the playoffs. Like, it's no way to explain. I think, like I told you earlier, bro. Like, I think Paul George really wants to win, and I'm not obviously. I'm just trying to psychoanalyze somebody. I'm, I'm not yeah. qualified to be saying what I'm about to say. <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. But uh, <laughs> I'll say that first. But I think he wants to win really bad. I think it may be internal pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, like sometimes you put the pressure on yourself and you psych yourself out. You know what I'm saying? Like it might not be social media. Like you, you're assuming there's other people. It might be himself. And here's my thing with that. He also, he also has some good games in this series. Yeah, oh, he did. That's not actually, yeah, that's not actually he's averaging 10 points. He had a couple of games where he had 26, 27 points. That comes back to Doc, though, right? You're not a hoorah guy, but you have a guy who's obviously one of the best players in the entire league who says he's struggling with this stuff, bro. It's not no, I've never had this happen before. He's a human. Doc has had players like this in the past. We know he has. 
Tracy McGrady's one of them. Let's be honest. Uh, so, like, bro, run some oops for him. They don't have no backdoor oops. They don't have no kind of just easy buckets. Every shot he was taking was a three. You know what I'm saying? Like, get him in the paint. Like, let's, let's do something for Paul to get him going. Man, you need to Talk have an assistant coach whose job is dedicated to making sure he's feeling all right. Yeah, at this yes. Level. That's at not, this level, that's basically. not abnormal, bro. That's not abnormal. Like, that happens in the league. Like, Duh. Multi-million dollar investments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I would gladly pay this man $50,000 a year to make sure he's doing okay. Yeah. Well, hey, anyway. Like, well, I'm just pressing like that. Hey, what? Like, you have to make sure his mental right? Come on, man. They're getting the bad. <laughs> what? No, you can't be playing both <laughs> sides. You can't be defending on Ben Glad like that. <laughs> no. You said one person dedicated to make sure he's good. Yeah. He said 50K, 100. Okay. Oh, yeah, he said yeah, more. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. that's true. That's true. Especially Paul George. Like, I only feel comfortable with him. Yeah, he could probably. 300. Maybe. <laughs> you know He's like, what? Either you get trash playoff P or you get a superstar. You pick. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I want to I mention one more dude, and we can talk about the rest of them as a collective. We can wrap up the Clippers, bro. Montrez Harrell. <laughs> Pretty trash all playoffs. I get it. He was coming back, working in the shape, whatever. You're a professional. I don't want to keep giving you that excuse. Should have been in shape the whole time. What's going on? Is it more something we could take looking forward, or was it just kind of a one-off in the bubble kind of thing? I'll um, say it's a one-off. Yeah, exactly. Same. And I and, and I don't even like Montrezl Harrell, but I think the Clippers had a, mul- a multitude of things go wrong at once, and it was like an avalanche, and it was like. Paul George isn't playing great. Lou's not playing great. And not to mention, Lou Williams and, and uh, Montrez are like cheerleaders for each other. So, I mean, if they both playing bad, I can imagine this. I mean, that's going to go downhill bad fast. <laughs> so, I just think, yeah, I don't think – yeah, I don't think it's something where you worried about Trez just can't play in the playoffs. I don't think he's great. But, I mean, I think he's just a one-off. But I mean, they were both hooping last year in the playoffs. Yeah, facts. So – I, to that point, though, I do think matchups play a big part of it. He was hooping against, like, the Warriors and stuff. He did not have to guard someone in the post, right? And so I do think I agree with you that, like, he's going to be better. Like, I don't think he's, he's still, a bad he, player. He still won't have to guard in the post most teams, to be honest. The Lakers and the Nuggets are not going anywhere, and they have Anthony Davis and Nikola Jokic. That's a problem if you're the Clippers, who's trying to win championships, and he's going to have to be on the court. And if he gets – let's say he gets to the finals, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen Giannis torch this man. <laughs> I don't want to see him beat against him. Never seen it. Don't ever want to see it. Uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, even like Bam, bro. I, I, I think Bam might get the best of them, dude. They do the same thing, but Bam's just bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bam's just not liable to give you 30, but more than one time in the series. So. He, he's an offensive machine, rebounding machine down there. It's a problem. I don't know, bro. I think that, I think Lou Williams, not Lou Williams, I think Montrez's offense will be better and he'll make up for, for it. But there should be some red flags. Nothing to go crazy about. I don't know. Hey, well, look. Call me. Philly, we got Al Horford available. Just give us Pat Landry a couple pieces. Make the money work. <laughs> Not a bad trade, actually. <laughs> Can make you do what he do. All right. Anything else you guys want to say about the Clippers as a whole? We can get off of this. Uh, <laughs> You had everything you needed to do to get the job done, and you did. 
So yeah. I do think it's crazy that Drake talked about he was scared Lakers of the Warriors, and they didn't even get there. Oh no! If they played the Lakers, they were bro. looking at the Lakers. Scary still. Oh, thanks. I don't know why you acting like the Clippers on a great team. Like, they're a great looking team. Past the Nuggets, and they came back to bite them. They were up three one, bro. They definitely yeah. took care of them. If they would played the Lakers, bro, I don't think they would have fell asleep as much. Now, saying they would have won the series now, it'd be hard to say. But I don't think they would just lay down to the Lakers. It would have been tough. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just all year. Facts. No, no. I'm not saying they lay down. I'm just saying it's funny that like that would like. Not even just Drake. Any Laker, Laker fan, obviously the Clippers were who you were scared of, and now like, I'll say it's like, they, they got it's all like, them bodies. They got all them bodies to guard Bron. They didn't know they was gonna have to guard Jokic. Uh, it's probably easier actually for them to guard <laughs> the Lakers though. Now, they're more built to guard LeBron. Exactly. They built their team for the Lakers and they end up like right. because so. the Nuggets offense is like night and day compared to the Lakers. It's like an actual happen. like. <laughs> moving offense all the time though, bro. Like in sports, like teams will like build their team to to be like a rival. And then they'll hit somebody before that, and they won't get there. The Bucks, the Bucks were not built to play the Heat. That was the worst <laughs> case scenario. I think they would have beat the Celtics or somebody. The Heat is just like yo, too many. Yeah, it's too much. And and the Thunder, the Thunder got uh, Perkins to uh, beat the Lakers, and they right. did. If they didn't realize they had to play Miami too. <laughs> yeah. Crash. So yeah. Definitely happens a lot. All and right. the Sixers, quote unquote, got a team to beat Giannis. Man, <laughs> and just got and just got super huge, and then just like whatever. Anyway, this is true, huh? Who they lose to? They didn't. They didn't lose. They in the conference finals. Well, we we got the Heat. Game two, <laughs> Thursday. Anyway, come on, keep going. Uh, all right, uh, all right, Clipper. No, I keep saying Clippers. This is crazy. Nuggets, Lakers. Uh, Dre, set it up for me. As a Lakers fan, what are you feeling right now? Excited? Lakers and three all day. Lakers. Lock pass up because you know what type of energy I'm on. But Lakers five, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. What do you think, Chris? All right, so I got. I'm gonna get real detailed right here. Lakers and Lakers in six. They lose the first game. They win the next two. LeBron uh, filler game, okay. Nuggets, exactly. <laughs> Nuggets tied up at two two, and then they lose two more games in six. If my math is right, but the first game they go, the, the Nuggets are going to come out real confident, real hot, and LeBron is going. They're going to be uh, playing Philly. First off, if you <laughs> you play LeBron, you lose in game one, you have no shot because he's going because they're going to go back and they're going to make adjustments and it's going to get worse. If you lose that first game, I can't even remember the last series he lost that that uh, he lost the first game to. To be honest, I can't think of the last Celtics. Series. When Cavs? Were like back in two thousand nine? No, back in like two thousand four fifteen. Well, no, two thousand no two thousand. What was it? The last year with the Cavs? Didn't they lose to the Celtics in Game One? No, he's saying you lose in Game One and then you go on to lose the series. Or uh, wait, what are you saying? I'm just no, saying. I mean he won Game One against the Celtics, didn't he? I don't think so, bro. They, so they lost in five. Was it the first one? They they won in seven. The Cavs won in seven. Yeah, it was seven. I'm talking. I'm talking sure about. I'm, I'm talking about the last. The last. Uh, the last time he was in Cleveland before he before he went to Miami, he lost to the Celtics in five. That's when Delonte. Yeah, he's no. saying he's when he lost the series that like. You talking about a different. You talking about a different series, ain't you? 
All right, we're gonna I'm, tri- oh, I'm tripping. I'm backwards. I'm backwards. I'm backwards. He won. Duh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> is Either way, is there any Lakers in six? Either way, Lakers in six. Is there any chance the Lakers lose this series? Zach? Yeah, it's a chance. I mean, as you see, if you let the Nuggets do what the Nuggets do, they'll beat you. I mean, like, <laughs> but like the Nuggets are not about to let you beat. Are not going to beat themselves, obviously. So, yeah. So I mean, if the Lakers come in and do what they're supposed to do. With a locked-in playoff, LeBron, AD putting up numbers, AD guarding Jokic, not shutting down, but respectably they'll win the series. But if they come out there and Danny Green's missing, he'll probably miss threes anyway. But like LeBron's not taking over the game, <laughs> they're like <laughs> missing a bunch of threes, like a, like an obnoxious amount of threes. Uh, yeah, they can lose. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say that they can't beat themselves. Who the Nuggets? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't go that far. They was beating themselves when they was getting down. They you just got to put them away. I don't even beat them. It don't matter. It's just, how they finish. They're turn. The first quarter they had with like what seven turnovers, four of them was offensive fouls. They could definitely beat themselves. They yeah, get they, 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 they get down, but you just got to put them away. The Clippers just like, they put up the gas. They know how to close them out. I might download, re-download Twitter just for the slander uh, the Clippers gonna get. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't even be on Twitter, bro. I might, <laughs> I might download the thing just to see the type of slander that I'm going. Oh, it's um, bad, dude. It's bad. It's, it's bad. I get <laughs> Yo, so before we wrap this whole thing up, I want to talk Murray and uh, Jokic versus LeBron and AD. Boy. If you're if you're a Lakers fan, right? Are you starting off? With AD on Jokic, or does it even matter? Can you just put Dwight on him and just like play normal? How do you go into that small ball lineup that was very beautiful against the Rockets? A great question. <laughs> it is a great question. What I would do is uh, see how Jokic is scoring. So if Jokic is getting in the post and kind of doing what he want to do, I bring Dwight in to you know beat him up a little bit. <laughs> Jokic is like stretching out and like smacking threes in the mid range. Put AD on him, go with the small, let it roll. But uh, I just kind of let Jokic play and how he determines his playmaking kind of differentiate whether whether I'm gonna beat him up. Or I'm just gonna you know, stretch him out with uh, AD. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cause I do know that the Nuggets run an offense where their four is still like running around and stuff. You know, like everybody but Jokic is really moving around. So, 80s when we run moving around too, especially with Paul Mills has been a trash bag from three. Okay, it's been awful. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with Marquise Morris guarding uh, Paul Mills up to being fine. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. You get low key sag with 80 in the paint still. Let him shoot, bro. No, <laughs> like, no, the scary thing is Grant is cutting. He's really good cutting. When he's at the four is, a, is when they get it's kind of scary. Uh, Which he, he's, he's playing 36 and plus minutes a night, trust me. I throw Kuzma on him, and I'm still I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm cool with him shooting contested twos, not necessarily wide open corner threes. So as long as Kuzma can close out and get into like a a bad mid range shot, I'm I'm perfectly fine with Grant hitting the buster, you know, mid range. But yeah, I was, but but I will I will say this caveat: like Grant has blow by abilities a lot because the Clippers' yeah. tendency to switch. He found himself with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in front of him a lot. So I do think. Uh, You'll see a lot more like like Joey I think Dye. we might get a twenty point Jeremy Grant game. That's my one cool guaranteed prediction. I'm cool with that. If Jeremy Grant beats us, I'm fine with that. Oh yeah, he's not gonna beat you yet, no. No, nah, I mean he dropped twenty, and then you know 
yoga is, you know, get 16 and mom got like 30. That's a recipe for a leg of lost. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but 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 if I were Lakers personally, I would. I mean, let's be honest. Dwight's just gonna foul out. He's he's just gonna foul him. Like, cool. I mean, it's fine to throw him out there, but like team fouls do matter because when you get a lot of team fouls, you just lose some free throws. So I think you just put AD on him, uh, and like I just wouldn't double. Like if he's going for thirty, that's fine. But when Jokic is getting triple doubles, yeah, definitely don't double. Fourteen, fifteen assists. That's when the Nuggets start getting lethal. He's too good. Like the Clippers doubled him out of necessity. The Lakers have big bodies and strong bodies and versatile bodies that can actually move with him. Even the White can move with him on a perimeter. Like, yeah. The three, but he can move with him on a perimeter. So, I think it just found him. We're good. Good on that. And I want the White to beat him up a little bit. Like, I need at least two or three fouls for no reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, just to let him know that he's there. <laughs> just to get in his head a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let him know that, like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing free down here. You know so, yeah. yeah, if that works, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, so even if it don't, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, I just want to bro him up a little bit. Let's focus the other side. I don't know. In the last series, he talked about how LeBron had no one to guard him in the, the, the Rockets game. Really, no one for AD at all either. If we're being really honest, if you're if you're looking at this series from a Lakers scoring specifically in half court, do you feel good about? your chances of really generating great half-court offense? Do you feel like there's mismatches for the Lakers to take advantage of? Like, or man, what, do you, what are you thinking about that, Chris? Uh, duh. Yeah. There's nobody that can guard LeBron. And Jokic should have – I mean, if he if he's on AD, he should, he should have a tough time too. Same thing with, your, with, with uh, the last series. If your two best players don't have great matchups on defense, you should eat. I don't he think it's that bad, bad matchup stuff. I think Paul, think Paul Millsap decent. Paul Millsap on who? Davis. Paul Millsap on who? On Anthony Davis. I'm not sold on it. Why can't no, he, no. What's to stop him from just shooting over him? That's I mean, not terrible. The problem is, where do you put Jokic if you put him on AD? That's what I'm saying. That's the whole Dwight thing. That's what I'm saying. That's why if I'm the Lakers, bro, I'm just going to go with the best side from the rip. I'm not playing around with these dudes. Dwight is a place for someone to rest on defense. Jokic, specifically. I'm going to make Jokic pay for being out there. I'm going to make him move around and make him guard AD. I don't know. Two notes, because like Mason Plumley can abuse Javel, so you need the white for when Mason Plumley comes in. No, no, for sure, for sure. And that's when they'll have those battles, so that's essential for that. Uh, I, I, honestly, Javel should sit this series; like he shouldn't play, um, but he will play, which I don't know. Frank Vogel has a weird infatuation with him. But uh, <laughs> is gonna abuse Javel. <laughs> uh, everyone's gonna abuse Javel from Jokic to Plumley and everyone in between. And pick ball, ball, too, Mike, if you get up there. All right, chill. But, but, but the second thing, though, is that um, if I'm the Nuggets, like, you really just – you blitz LeBron, you make AD shoot, like, threes. Like, you leave AD open on the three, and you leave him open for, like, the mid-range long twos, and you just make KGP beach. You make KGP, Caruso. Like, they're going to have wide open shots. And if they hit them, series is over. But I would make KCP, Caruso, Rondo – Kuzma, I would make them beat me, and I would just blitz LeBron, and I would leave AD open at three. Because AD hits like four or six threes, I ain't have a chance anyway. But I don't want him in the paint getting fouled and things like that. And then getting Jokic and foul trouble as well. So on the Nuggets, I live and die by KC3. Is that a, is that a recipe for success to just let LeBron create like that? Um, no, but <laughs> no, but look, the is LeBron. Like, I think it's a bad disadvantage anyway. Like, I don't think the Nuggets or 
LeBron at this base there anyway. But I'm just saying, if I was Mike Malone, what mm-hmm. I would do is not let LeBron get off scoring wise, and I would make like a like it's a been a shaky three point team, three point shooting team the whole time, like the whole year, and especially in the bubble. So I would make AD a three point shooter, and I would make KCP. Hey, not the last couple, not the last couple games, bro. Here's my thing though: is like, bro. I think a lot of times people get caught up in saying, "Oh, he can't guard AD." Bro, look, no one can really guard elite players in this league. It's more so about can you contain players, right? If I look at the Nuggets, dude, I don't think they're gonna struggle to contain these dudes in terms of like they just get busted one on one. I think the problem is more so the fact that LeBron James is just not gonna allow them to lose. Like, he's just not going to let him go in these droughts. Like, it's a LeBron thing. I don't think it's really because the Lakers have these crazy advantages against the Nuggets. The Nuggets are a good team, and they have guys that can, like, match up physically with them. It just comes down to the fact that these little the Nuggets go down, I think, early in the game, these lapses they have. Like, when you play against LeBron, bro, you can't do that. Because LeBron's not going to let you come back, dude. It's just not going to happen. And that's why I would blitz him. Like, I would try to tire LeBron up, but I can't full court, like, pick him up. Nudge him, do whatever, and you're not, you're not getting physical with LeBron. But I try to do any little thing that I could, throw him off his path, deny him from getting the ball, doing as much as you can to kind of take him out of the game. Like you're not gonna say LeBron take out the game, but you need to do everything yeah. you like, can. Go bang Everything, like make him a passer. Make him a passer. No, I'm also gonna add. You saw what Donovan Mitchell did to the Nuggets in the pick and roll. <laughs> No, but they don't have a Donovan Mitchell type player, though, in my opinion. But I'm saying, I, I'll take LeBron in the pick and roll over Donovan Mitchell out of the pick and roll. I agree with you. I'm just saying, Donovan Mitchell wasn't getting downhill dunking them. He was hitting crazy threes. So, he, I didn't was even know he, his... getting da- he was getting downhill and getting Okay, down. he was, but I'm saying, he had like five threes, seven threes every every time. He was hitting crazy threes. You cannot tell me he wasn't hitting like some some crazy shots, bro. He was hitting crazy threes, but he's not 6'8", 250. I'm saying LeBron's not taking no shots, bro. LeBron's no, I'm going saying Le- 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 LeBron going down, LeBron getting downhill and Donovan Mitchell getting downhill is a whole different story. Donovan Mitchell don't go downhill like LeBron because he's 6'3", 6'4". I get what you're saying. I don't think that's like – I just don't think blitz – I mean, he. I mean, you could try to blitz him, but at some point he's going to split that. Probably consistently. Bro, but you're not, you're not blitzing him after he sets the screen. You're blitzing him before he sets the screen. I think that's what Dre is saying. So what happens when he doesn't bring I'm, – I'm just saying, it's, I think it's ways to, to, to beat to scheme that out anyway. Just don't have him bring ball to court. No. Yeah, that's not. what you want. That's ways to scheme it out, but I'm just saying. Just, All right, you know. Yeah, yeah, just start off with, like, just to throw something different in the pot. I would make AD shoot threes, and I would give up the three points. I will make Danny Green hit, like, five or six threes. Danny Green hit five or six threes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be the series, though, that they're going to miss Will Barton, though. Because, like, there's going to be times, bro, because well, the Lakers have a good defense. They're going to need somebody just to start hitting some shots, dude. And That's this is where Gary Harris might about. get exposed. <laughs> so, we'll see. The, the Nuggies just beat the Clippers without a starter, without one of their key starters that had the highest PER for them and the highest net rating for them all season over Jokic and Murray. That's actually kind of wild. But anyway. Yeah, I got first game star with, you know, Michael Porter Jr. So, yeah, yeah. Kind of balance them out. A 16 person could just hit shots off the rip and get rebounded. To, not really defend, but can rebound, hit shots. It helps them out a lot. That's true. Ahead. So, wrapping this up, I will say, Jamal Murray, bro, if you guys want to win, Jokic has been playing good. But this series right here, you're going <laughs> to have to strap on your big boy cap. You're going to have to go absolutely stupid for you guys to have a chance. 
several times. I'm talking a lot of 40 balls. So we'll <laughs> <Yeah>. see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right, man. It's been a League of NBA pod. Uh, check back in next time. We got the Cardi B offset scoop for you. Uh, <laughs> all every time. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out to Donald Trump. He's on TV going crazy today. He was definitely blacking out. It was nuts. Never seen anything like it. He talks himself every time. Uh, League NBA. He's pod. a terrible president, but he makes for great content. <laughs> Say that. No, nah, we have a political pod, bro. We be doing numbers right now. But uh, we back next time, next Sunday. You know, you know what it is. And yeah, we out of there. Hey, follow us at the League NBA Pod, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the real. Well, check out the Real Film Podcast, too, while you at it. But now, check us out at Rise Network on YouTube. We're doing a lot more YouTube content, posting almost daily with stuff. IGTV, Facebook, all that. Check us out, man. A lot of content. And, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. BlackPeopleMeet.com. Hey. <laughs> all right. Who's y'all?